Let me talk at ya. Welcome one and all to Not Just A Guy, the show about, by, and for struggling storytellers. I am your host, Not Just A Guy, The Guy, Garrett Briones, and oh boy, we got uh, we got a lot to go through today. Today we got a doozy of a uh, main topic, that being mental health as a storyteller. And today we are talking about the idea the notion, the self-destructive tendency of comparing your careers to others. We're going to go through that in its many ways, shapes, and forms, the way that others have talked to me about it, the way I go through it. Uh, but before that, you know, I just try and catch up on, on my life. You know, I'm working, working more recently. And, uh, you know, working more, still trying to find time to unwind, relax, take in uh, the stories and art and, you know, things like that to help me uh, find inspiration and find just joy. Um, so I'm trying to find that balance, you know, uh, as more time is spent working. But, uh, you know, I know that the that's only temporary, um, this like overabundance of work that I have right now. Uh, but I'm enjoying it, uh, you know. I'm enjoying it, and I'm having a, a grand old time. Uh, and on the creative side of work, I have officially started production on my audio drama. So excited. Um, I, I, I have some roles that I'm playing in the series, so to try and work out the kinks of how even recording is going to go, uh, I have started uh, mainly with myself. Um, as I'm trying to figure out the best way that I can, uh, work with my collaborators and, um, I'm, I'm trying my best to, to figure it out. You know, it's, for me, it's uncharted territory cause it's not something I ever learned when I was at film school. Um, it's, you know, cause it's the film and audio, but, um, yeah, I'm having so much fun. It is, and this will all make more sense with some stuff that's coming out. I have Two of my films from film school I want to kind of re retool and release, one of them more so than the other. And there's a character that started in one of those that is... It's the first time I've ever reprised a role. Um, and, and, you know, I haven't really talked to anybody about that because I don't know um, too many people in my personal life that have done that. Um, it's interesting, coming back to a role. It, it's my first time ever doing so. Uh, I've never had the opportunity to portray a character in any of my previous works that showed up in something else and uh it's interesting uh i, I found myself I, w I i found myself falling into some of the um the same cadence of how i said some words the same energy and so i use that but then i also try to kind of deviate from that so that that's been something that's been a a fun creative little struggle is um evolving that um learning how you know trying to figure out i've been trying to work on my own process for acting my my directing process is always ever changing trying to find the most the most efficient way to do things um I, i've been really tinkering with that recently especially as i start making the uh the series uh because i'm i'm most likely will be directing all episodes in the first season uh as well as writing them my writing process is always kind of different um I think I'm starting to find that I don't like outlining a ton. Like, I have all the ideas, um, and and I, I I there's been times where I've just written without like doing a strict outline, and I and I really like what how it turns out. Um, 
I, as I'm as I continue to write season two, I'm I'm kind of going back to that because sometimes I I think I get too lost in the outline, and then I I don't know. I'm trying I'm trying to figure that out. I really want to read um Stephen King's uh, on writing. I really want to check that out. See if there's anything from there that I can uh, apply to all my my writing. I, that's something that's kind of that you know a friend of mine asked me if I had had read it yet, and I was like, oh no, but I you know I want to, um, and, and it's something that I kind of plan plan on doing. Uh, it, it's it's on my list. I have many books on my list uh, this year. Finally finished my first book of the year. Uh, finally, uh, that being uh, the Talisman by Stephen King and Peter Straub. That is something that I was. Uh, working my way through and uh yeah uh, that's just an update you know uh i love stephen king's work i'm trying to work uh i'm working my way through the dark tower series which i love uh i'm catching up on books that are tangentially related to dark tower and kind of doing those interspliced with dark tower while also um uh i want to do Dark Tower and books that connect to the Dark Tower, uh, either in big ways or little ways, and doing that all first, and then, then I'm gonna check out a lot more things like Revival, Eleven Twenty Two Sixty Three, Fairy Tale, Billy Summers, you know, like those things. That's that uh, King is a big inspiration and a big influence. So, trying to read more of his his books, um, you know, and, and trying to do the most efficient way where I can still enjoy the story. Enjoy what you know. Enjoy the prose. Figure out what you know. Look at the themes, but also, they're big freaking books, you know. So I'm trying to find the most efficient way to uh, divvy out how many pages I read on any given day. What time can I set aside to doing so? Um, that that's been one of my big focuses so far in the year. Um, yeah, and, and you know, getting back to the movies finally, uh, and then. Yeah, for for me that this year my two big creative goals I kind of spoke about them last time I believe uh get or get my audio drama out that is or actually I think I spoke about this on the last episode of 2023 um get get that get that audio drama out uh at least get the first season out who knows maybe I'll be able to do two seasons in one year we'll see get that audio drama out that's the that is the big one get that dang thing out uh and do another short film. Uh, I, I had goals of, of making a bunch of short films in 2023 that just did not come to fruition, but I'm feeling good. I feel I have an extra pep in my step. We'll see how long it lasts, um, but I'm feeling good. And, you know, I am, I have this period where I, I, like I said, I have a lot of work on my table, but I'm excited to get that work done. And, and it's not even related to my creative work. My creative work, um, again, I, I'm going to figure out how... Um, how I'm going to continue to do that. I already have done, I'm, I don't kind of, you know, this is just to talk about where I am as a storyteller right now. Um, my main medium is that audio drama. It is in the medium of audio storytelling that that's where I am right now. Um, I already have two sessions done. Um, recording wise. I, I know I at least have, I'm going to say four, five more sessions just given, um, a lot of actors will be uh, that I have cast uh, and will cast will be doing multiple roles uh, in the series because I really want to test people's acting. You know, I want to I want to stretch them. I want to see. Okay, I can picture you for this kind of role, but let's try you in this one and see what we can get. Um, and I'm doing that to myself. You know, I hope that my I I'm trying to 
um, as part of my process, I'm trying to take notes. Um, I'm trying to uh, on for each character, trying to take mental notes for them, trying write write as them, uh, think think through um, scenarios as them, things like that. I I kind of have tentatively planned this year. I want to do talk about process. I think in um, various types of process, talk about acting, talking about directing, talking about writing think that would be kind of fun um maybe that could be related to the other project i'm still trying to get off the ground um the, the educational project we'll, we'll see i think that would actually be kind of a great way to you know as, as a fellow not just a guy production maybe in tandem we'll see we'll see i got i got so many plans such a specific amount of time and i and i really want to see it all through so um yeah so right now as a storyteller i'm feeling i'm feeling good you know because i know i'm putting in work I know I'm putting in work. I, I'm enjoying getting into the actual production. I think once we move into post production is when, uh, you know, when we're getting the assemblies up and running. Um, I wanna I think that's when I'll start getting back to writing. I've been I've been having the itch, um, so I'm probably gonna finish season two. I've talked about having half a season two finished. I, I'm trying to bring my my friend and past guest uh, on the show, Campbell Russell Troutman, trying to bring him in on it. Um, there's an, there's a script I haven't written yet. That's kind of a bigger one in that season. So I really want to get him, uh, in on it and see, you know, I have some ideas. I had an, I, I had an initial idea and I took it a different way. Now I'm kind of, there's some elements I want to strip out of it. So I would love his help in, uh, doing that. He, you know, he's, he's agreed that, you know, he would love to help try and help me out. I think it's something up his alley. And then I still have, um, I still have another one that I'm having a, a tough time cracking. That's like again something I might just give him. I might just see if, if he has a pitch on it. See if anybody in my life maybe has a pitch on it. See if they want to write it. Uh, and then I have a, a another one that I know the story of. I just have to write it, and I'm really excited to that one. Uh, I, I think I almost want to take in a little bit more material, or uh, you know, and study some other things before I start writing it because I, it's a genre. It's a genre that I'm familiar with. Um, but I want to have a little more, um, I want to have a little more to draw on for it. You know, I want some, I, I, it's, it's very Western esque. It's like a Western mix with like a, a paranoid thriller. Um, I just need, uh, I, I kind of would like to, uh, I kind of would like to just study a little more, to do a little more homework, uh, before I start to do it more like, it's more like a neo-Western, um, but yeah, I, I I I have some pro I have some projects that um you know some films that I've watched that are very influential on it. I might rewatch those because I think especially since it's more neo western adjacent, um I think that they would really work for it. But that yeah, I'm feeling really good. I have the the writing itch. Uh, I like I talked about last week. I kind of burnt myself out in some ways on writing. Um, uh, so it's been a minute since I have written. Uh, so I'm so excited to get back to it that I can't wait to put pen to paper. Um, and again, it's like sometimes I, I change up processes just for the heck of it, just to have fun. I've thought of doing the thing, you know, buying a yellow legal pad and writing it up like that way. I've thought about that. You know, some people, some people will do that, before, like they'll write their scripts that way. I've thought about doing that. I even kind of was thinking like of, uh, and I don't know. Maybe it's because I, maybe because uh, I was reading, um, I was reading uh, Ed Brubaker and Sean Phillips's uh, uh, "Killer Be Killed." Uh, I was reading that, and there's a like a plot point involving a typewriter, and I was kind of like, 
what if I wrote scripts on a typewriter? Like, what if? Because sometimes I have, um, I have the, uh, I get, very, I get distracted very easily. Uh, when I, when it comes time to do work, I get very distracted. I'm, I'm pulling up my phone. I'm thinking about something else. Um, so I thought about like, what if that's the, you know, because you know, even my computer is connected to the internet. I could just easily. You know, open up a new tab and look up something. You look up a comic that's coming out this week or something like that. And I was thinking, like, what if I just, like, got a typewriter sometime and, like, you know, found a, found a, you know, set my phone, completely set my phone aside, not have my computer on and connected to the internet. I mean, I could just always, like, turn off, you know, my connection to the internet on both of those things. Turn my phone off, you know, like, just turn the Wi-Fi off on my computer but I don't know. Just sometimes stuff like that just kind of – I get in these weird things sometimes where I'm like that, where I – I don't know, where I just want to try something out like that. Try writing on a typewriter. Try writing it by hand. Um, I don't know. It's just it, – it, it's always something that – it keeps the process fun and fresh, but also it just is like I – don't, I, I, I don't – and if anybody has those, feel free to reach out on the Not Just A Guy prod socials. Do you have that, like that same sort of itch, that same sort of like, I kind of want to just try out that, like I became a records guy. I, I'm not even like the biggest music guy. And I say that like in a sense that I, I don't like anticipate albums coming out by a certain, um, uh, uh, artist. Like that just never has been me. I, li- I love music. I listen, I listen to music. Uh, I listen, I, I seek out more like film music, but that's also kind of a lie. Like I seek, I just seek out music that, uh, makes me think of certain projects or, or certain vibes that I can apply to projects. Um, but like I became a really big records guy, you know, I don't download music on my phone. I don't have any of like, I, I, you know, I don't really use the music apps. Um, I listen to most of my music on YouTube. Um, but I became a records guy in the last few years. Uh, it started because my girlfriend got me a, uh, a last Jedi record. And I, I love that thing. I've listened to it multiple times. It, um, it does kind of suck that in my current setup, I can't really listen to my records because I can't put my record player up anywhere, but hopefully that will change relatively soon. Um, guys, and I can have a place to put my record, uh, player. Yeah. All that to say, I don't know. I'm just feeling good. I, I, I can't, I, I didn't know until the mic came on where this was going to go. And yeah, I guess I am just realizing that I'm, I'm in a good place and, you know, that could change. Uh, obviously, I could change really quick, but I'm just, I'm taking in a lot of good art. I'm having a good time with my work. I'm I'm on cloud nine for now, and, and I feel good about that, and I just can't wait to keep creating. Um, I, I think that this year really is going to be a good year for me to create, and, and hopefully, I don't know, we'll see where it goes, but I'm feeling good. 25 feels good it feels good being 25 and it feels good i think this is going to be a good year to get some stuff out there so that brings us to today's topic going along with the overall look at mental health as a storyteller let me talk about comparing careers now this is something that i i have been doing in many different ways my whole life um but more so with the the onset of social media, uh, the increased use of social media on my part, the growing number of social media platforms, uh, and just meeting more people in my field through film school, it really has um, it's become 
much more of a persistent and prevalent part of my life. And and I don't think I'm the only person that does this. I, I'm, I'm Actually, I'm quite sure I'm not the only person that does this. We all do this. Whether we want to admit it, whether it is... Um, whether it's something we even think about. Comparing careers. So I, I'm going to break this up into a few different categories, I guess. Um, comparing careers, we're going to look at the positives and the negatives. And, and I think the positives come in this way where I was thinking of comparing your career to your inspirations. Your, you know, I don't, I feel weird saying idols, so I'm just going to say inspirations. Um, you know, something I remember at film school is like, being asked, well, who do you want your career to be like? Who do you, who, whose career path would you want to follow? Which is kind of like a question that's set up to fail because there's not really an answer because everybody's, everybody's career, everybody's path, career path is so unique to them and is so reliant on luck and happenstance and opportunity and striking at, at the right, you know, lightning striking. Um, you know, it's hard for it to strike twice. I think that there is, I think there is some merit to it, you know, like, I can't tell you how many people at film school are like, well, I want to be like Tarantino, or I want to be like this, I want to be like Spielberg. I think for myself, if it ever came to like, who, you know, whose career do you want yours to compare to? Like, who do you, who do you, who's do you want to sort of follow? Um, I, I would probably be like, a, I would always probably say like Carpenter, John Carpenter, you know, or Sam Raimi, though, you know, not that I wouldn't say any, like some of the other people I mentioned. Um, I love, I love those, uh, you know, the work from those two men. Uh, but for me, yeah, the, the two that I immediately jump on are Sam Raimi and John Carpenter. Um, those are who I, who, whose careers past I would like to emulate, whose work has been influential on mine. And so I could see some of my projects maybe taking off, maybe, you know, taking off like theirs. Um, not, I'm not putting myself on the same level, but I do, I do think that my work has merit and value. Um, so, like, the, there, there's this idea of comparing in that way. Like, how do you want your career to stack up to some of your favorites? Um, so, I, and that was kind of like an initial way. But really, the meat and potatoes way is seeing where other people in your field are. Um, we're going to talk about people that you know and people you don't know. Um, let's start with you don't know because I, I think I have a little more on the – the former than the latter. You know, you, you hear all these stories of these... Uh, so I, I feel like a lot more of it is on-screen talent, but, like, you you know, you see these people that make it big, that very quickly, that are young and that are leading these major motion pictures, and it, it's hard to be, like... If you're an actor coming up and you see, like, someone who's 22 and they're leading a multi-million dollar project and they already have a TV series lined up after it, and... They're gonna star in like a biopic after uh, you know after that, and they also have another franchise that they're the star of. Like that, that you know, it, it can be rough because you're like, well, I'm talented too. Like I, I'm out here grinding. I'm out here doing audition after audition. I'm out here trying to you know, I'm trying to scramble to to stay in the fight, and it, it, that can be mentally challenging on you, but. To that, I, it is the same thing of like, it really is like luck of the draw. It, like it's a luck of the draw business. Just because someone got those opportunities earlier doesn't mean that you won't get them later. Or maybe, you know, that person was in the right place at the right time. They obviously have talent, but they also, you know, they the circumstances worked in their favor. And I'm not saying like they manipulated those circumstances. That's not what I'm trying to say. 
It's just things fell in the right place at the right time for them. Uh, that so that's always rough. I've done that a lot where I see people that are my age or younger uh, that are that are having such uh, crazy success, and it's like whoa. It may it at times it's maybe think like, oh, am I am I not doing enough? Should I have started earlier? You know, you'll hear these creators talking about how like, oh well, I was already making movies with my friends in high school. And, and, you know, then just a few years later, we were making a feature film and getting it distributed and things like that. And I think to myself, like, oh, well, should I have been doing more of that with my friends? Like, sure, we, there were some projects that we shot and we edited and things like that. But should I have been doing more? Should I have been writing more? Should I already had, like, my feature film written? Like, this person got their feature film out when they were my age already. Um, I definitely do that a lot. Like when I when I listen to these podcasts um, with filmmakers, with storytellers, with artists, um, I definitely think like, oh well, crap! Like they were already doing it when they were twenty two, and I'm sitting here, I'm twenty five, and it's like, crap! Am I am I missing? Like, is my career going to be lesser than now because I I waste quote unquote wasted three years? Um, I think about that a lot. Like I do that. I do that a lot with people that I um that I'm familiar with their work uh I, I think about that all the time just this idea of well crap they've been at this their whole they've been in uh, acting and auditions for since they were a teenager like should I have been doing that when I was in film school like should I have you know what like did I it, it, even in film school like should I have made more films like we, we get out of film, you know, I get out of college and I, I look back at like, dang, well, I really only have like two shorts that I, I really made that were my own and I would release out into the world like crap. Like maybe I should have thought about that, uh, you know, done more. Like did I did I literally waste time and money by not doing so? Is that going to adversely affect my career? Because you hear about these groups and troops that are, are formed in film school that go on to have such great success and have collaborators that they're working with through you know to the end of time and i'm like well well damn i i guess i wasted my time and so we get into comparing your careers at your career uh to your peers and that that's the big one that that i think to this day it, it's different when i'm looking at people that have fully truly quote unquote made it we're gonna keep talking about this notion of making it but like people that are making the big franchise movies, making their personal projects that are making money, all these different things, um, quote-unquote, living their best life. Um, and then I see my the people I went to film school with who are out there working hard, grinding, and they are making it. You know, They are on a set constantly. They are posting about, oh, well, this is – I'm making – I just finished this short film. Well, here's the campaign for my next one. And I, and I think that's where I find myself um, letting myself get real low. And it, it's never out of a place of like, like, ugh, they're, how, you know, oh, they're so, oh, but like, it's never out of that. It's, it's usually out of a place of admiration. Um, just that the, they're, you know, some of these people I know are incredibly hard workers that are out there making incredible works of art. But it, I'd be lying if I said it doesn't like kill me inside because it's like, well, couldn't you be doing that same thing? And and how much does it come down to situate like my my current situation versus like me just sucking it up and making stuff? Like it really does knock me down, and I, and I think I let it do that more than I should. 
Um, but it, it, it's rough. And, and, and you should never feel like your, your career and your journey is lesser than just because you aren't doing something at the same time someone else is. You know, we all have our ups and downs. You know, you, you know, and, and that's the, the social media of it all. Yeah, maybe someone's posting about, like, that they're on a set. You know, they're posting, like, a fun picture. But you don't know what's happening before that picture and after that picture. You know, maybe it's not a great experience. You don't know that. You, you know, it could be you, you're assuming it's great, but maybe it's not. Maybe it's a gig they took on just because they need to keep the lights on. And, uh, yeah, I think we always need to keep in mind that it, it's going to be, you know, social media is always going to be the idealized version of everything. You know, no one's uh, some. I mean, some people will be open and honest, but not everyone's gonna be posting every single time about like, "Damn, this is how I'm struggling," or like, "Damn, I'm complacent in my career," or like, "I feel like I'm in a really rough spot in my career right now," or like, "I'm making no strides." For me, that's what this show is. You know, I'm trying to be open and honest when I have my ups. I'll talk about being up, and when I'm talking about my downs, I will. I'll be down in the dirt telling you, "Man, I'm getting smothered in mud, brother, man." And so, why, why? Why do we compare? You know, we do it in in every way. At least I do, you know. Um, what's a good example? Okay. I've been working out for, let's say, 11, 11 years at this point. Gosh, holy crap. I just thought about that. Like, I, I started, it started like 2013, you know. I started in like 2013, uh, like working out in high school. Uh, and like, we would work out during... Uh, during uh, gym, you know, and PE. Uh, and I always wasn't super into it just because like we had some of the jocks in our weight, like when we go in for weightlifting, you know, they were putting the 45s on there and the joke became like, you know, when it, when we first started using the 45 pound barbell, I, I could not lift it. Like I had such trouble lifting it. And so the joke became that I would, I had to use the 25 pound bar and everybody, like people that I knew in the class, called it the Garrett bar because I was. We would have to stop, go over, get the twenty-five pound bar because that one was much easier for me to use. It's twenty pounds less, and so you know that really bugged me and bothered me. Uh, so over the summer, I had a pair. We had a pair of twenty-pound dumbbells uh, at the house, and so I'd go out there like once a week, and I would just do a bunch of you know like full body stuff. Nothing like. It was more, you know, I didn't see any crazy gains from it or anything because I wasn't eating right. I wasn't training right. Um, but it did build a passion to work out. And so, you know, you fast forward. So, like, that's like 2014 when I start using those 20s. Fast forward to about, like, 2016. We get a, a Planet Fitness in, in town. around. It's like 2015, 2016 or so. It's around the time I can actually drive my car. So, my one of my best friends and I, we, we start going to the Planet Fitness and on the internet, you know, at this point, I'm not like super crazy on the internet all the time, but you know, I go to the movies, I see these big hulking monstrosities of men, you know, like with that are jacked to the gills. Uh, and so, you know, that, that starts to set in. So I'm comparing myself to that. Then you go to a planet fitness where there's all these different people working out. Um, and that was my first experience working out in like a, a, a public gym. And I just see all these people that are huge and jacked and like have been doing this for years and here I am like a little skinny boy who who can't really build muscle to save his life but I keep going I keep going college I start to try and take my my lifting more seriously figuring out all my training days keeping a consistent schedule 
eating more, eating too much, eating, uh, cutting back, eating way too less, you know, and I'm still figuring out to this day. Uh, I, I think I finally have a good handle on it, but I'm still figuring out. But even, even if 20 people could tell me I look great, like Garrett, you look huge. You're like, I, your biceps look awesome. I can see that your chest is finally growing. Uh, your, you know, your shoulders are, you know, your delts are starting to get capped. Your calves are popping. Your quads look, you know, cut and lean. Hashtag Quadzilla. But then the the one person that's going to bring me down is myself because I'm going to start comparing myself to other people. Uh, I'm going to look at other, you know, natural athletes and or or you know, people that are just athletics are just in their DNA. They're, they've never been in mine. I've never been an athlete. And I'm just going to see these people that maybe have an easier time uh, putting on muscle. They eat better. They eat cleaner. They they. You know, they, they know what to do. Uh, they know all the ins and outs that maybe they sacrifice a little bit more than I do. And I'm going to compare myself to them. No matter how good I think I feel or how good someone else tells me I feel, I'm going to compare myself. And I'm going to think my my physique is lesser than. And that's how I sometimes feel about my, my career. I, I went to film school and I only have, like like I said, like two films to show for it. I look at some of these other people I went to film school with. They have three, four, five, six, seven. They have like three projects they directed, two they wrote. Uh, you know, like they, they, you know, that someone else filmed, they have, I did cinematography, I did the cinematography on like three of these movies. Uh, I did sound on like all these and I'm like, huh, it gets back to the idea of, did I not do enough? Am I not doing enough still? Am I a lesser creator because I'm not, I, I haven't put out as much. Am I behind? Is, is this a race? And have I just found out, holy crap, not only am I in a race, but I'm in like 57th place. And this person I know is in 6th, 5th, 3rd. That's the stuff I think about. And, I, and I'm, trying to, I'm trying to figure out the, the best way for me to, to navigate this. And, and I always have to remember it's like it's situational. It is circumstance. It is happenstance. It is everyone... It has their, uh, there's no, there's no right way to do this. You know, there, there are ways, you know, there are things that you can, that can increase your likelihood and can increase your chances, but there's no one way to do this. And I never wanted to seem like I'm bitter. Like I'm happy for these people. I'm happy for all these people that I know because a win for them is a win for storytellers across the world. It, it's a, it's a win for our audience, you know, like the audience, the people that want to come to these stories because it you know the these themes and these stories these ideas these characters are getting out to them and, and that's what's always important I, I will always want to champion people getting their stories out there and creating more storytellers so it's never come from a place of like being bitter and like being jealous but hey you know what maybe there is a i have to be honest i'm human there probably is a tinge of jealousy like it's never even like well i should have had this opportunity but it's just like damn i wish i was doing that damn why am I not working as hard as them? Man, I, I I so wish I was on that set. I wish I could get on a set. I wish I could get anyone to, you know, look at my work. And, and I, you know, I do that with this podcast too. I see podcasts out there that get insane numbers, that get listens up the wazoo, that get views on their YouTube channel. I stopped doing the YouTube uh, version of the show just because, like, I was seeing so many audio, you know, so, so many video podcasts that like were getting insane numbers, had ads on them. I was getting like 10, 12, maybe 20 views on, on mine. 
and it's you know it's a new podcast but it was it was bumming me out i was comparing myself to those bigger ones and you know I, a little extra effort had to go into making the video ones but uh i enjoy doing them uh and i'm obviously not the one that that edits some our amazing editor emily does that but i i just i started comparing myself i was like well i i don't want to at the moment lay myself out to bear like i don't want to have my my little tiny ones out there getting five views you know when these other ones are getting five thousand ten thousand fifteen thousand twenty five thousand and so i uh, that's a way where i let the comparison really get to me and you know the video will probably eventually come back but i want to know i have a base you know that that people actually want to check it out that people will know what this show is you know as the word hopefully continues to get out there so what can we do to to quell these comparisons? Because look, the the more you the more you scroll and you see like, oh, so and so's doing this. I wish I was doing that. Oh man, they're they're funding you know raising money for for the short film and it, it's getting crazy amounts of donations. You know they they they've created such a great network that they're they're getting all those donations. I wish I had enough people to donate, you know, things like that. How how can we quell that? How can we how can we work through that and and how can we realize and take notice and take fact and take stock that that's always going to be a part of uh, it's going to be always be there. It's not just something we can turn off. It, it, it's it's not. It, it's always going to be. Uh, it's always going to be there. I know for me it is. You know, and I just thought about this right now, like. The, the first time I see that someone I know, like, is signed to a feature, like, is going to direct a feature, is going to write one, is going to act in one, like, like a major thing, like, I know I'm going to be so happy for them. And then I, I know that at the back of my head, it's going to go like, but why isn't that you? Why aren't you the one doing it? Like, something is going to eat at me and say that. And it's going to bum me out. It's going to bum me out, obviously, because I wish I was in that position. But it's also going to bum me out because it's like, damn. I, I want to be happy for them. Like, stop nagging at me, me. Um, but, like, that that's a moment, like, that's, I shouldn't be thinking about that. Like, I shouldn't be thinking that far ahead of, of that comparison. Like, of, of thinking it like that. Like, that, that we have to figure out a way to navigate that. And I, and I think it, it, it simply is, like, remembering that it's social media. Social media is not life. It, it is not life. It is not life. It is not life. It is an idealized form of life. Obviously, sometimes we give windows into the real, the 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 tragedy, the the moments of weakness. We we do do that as well. But for the most part, we're always putting our best foot forward. And so we have to realize like that we're not seeing the struggles. We're not seeing what this person is sacrificing to um, get to this point. And we're not seeing what 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 is eating at them and what is um what what struggles they're going through what what issue what demons they're facing what you know what what's keeping them up at night because you know what is keeping you up at night so you have to realize you're not the only person that that's going through things so in the same way that your careers aren't one-to-one what you're going through behind the scenes isn't one-to-one either they they have their own battles that they're facing so that's that's the first thing is social media in relation to seeing someone's career and how how they're presenting it, it's not real. It, it, it is not. It's not the one-to-one reality. Only they know the true one-to-one reality. And it's remembering, it, it, it's a cliche to say, but everyone has their own path. 
everyone has their own journey. My life is not your life. Your life is not my life. My relationships are not your relationships. Our art is our art. It's singular. It is, it's what's true to us. And so we have to keep that perspective that that is what, that's what it's going to be like for your career. You know, just because someone else is making it younger doesn't mean that's any better. That doesn't necessarily mean that you're not trying hard enough because no one's seeing the turmoil and the, the work that you're the, the turmoil you're going through and the work that you are putting in just because it's not out there and it, it's not laid bare for the world to see that doesn't mean that you're not putting it in that, that that's never the case we we have to take stock of those things we have to remember we need to take note and celebrate the victories we need to you know we don't have to do it publicly but we need to remind ourselves like hey just because i'm not in a place where i can post about like here's me on this set that's okay hey tell your friend hey i finished i finished my script man or you could post that on your show social media like finish my first feature script finish this finish writing this finish recording this it's not always that it needs to be celebrated but like remember that just because you're not in that place doesn't mean you're not putting in the work to get there or that you're not at you could be in a position that someone else would would kill to be in someone else envies um someone else aspires to be in that that's a that's a big thing to remember is like there's someone out there that would do anything to be where you are in your career even if you aren't if you, even if you don't think you're that far or like you think that you're behind other people thinking that the dream is is so much farther away than it really is and then we have to remember that that it's not we can be as low as we want um and, and feel so rudderless in our careers but there's someone else that hasn't even taken the steps like that that wants to that would would so would love to just be where we are so always think about that the, that you're you may be with the one comparing but there's also someone that's comparing to you and it, that that's important to remember at the end of the day, your career is going to be your career. Your career. It's, it is it is singular to you. It, it is whatever you want to do in this world. It is yours. It's not anybody else's. No one walks your path. No one is from your your exact beat, beat for beat you know, journey in life. And that is just, that's what makes it beautiful. That That's what makes it special is that when you make it, it's, you made it on your own merit. You got there yourself. You're always going to have the inclination to compare, but also have to remember, like, they, they're not you. You're not them. They're not you. The, it will always be that much more satisfying because there wasn't some crazy blueprint that you could follow. You can't just ask, you know, send your friend a DM and say, like, tell me step for step what to do and so I can make it too. The cool thing is that there is no no map that it's also a frustrating part but it it also is beautiful and inspiring and just that you make the path is not laid out for you you put in the work to pave it for yourself and hopefully it can help others and you can help others on that path but ultimately it's your path it's your journey it is your career so yeah i think that's gonna gonna be where we're kind of kind of wrap it up you know that I, I these are always topics i could come back to um down the road and, and you know we're still figuring out the the direction the layout the 
way to put the show out there. We're, we're figuring it out here at Not Just A Guy. You know, I, I've enjoyed this kind of more focused look. Hopefully more people will will check it out. Uh, that, that's the goal is just to get more people listening, create a discussion, you know, and, and keep going, keep forwarding forward. We're going to have a wrap-up next next episode talking about the mental health as a storyteller. Probably just kind of like figuring out how, you know, what affects us, how our struggles are affecting us, affecting our work, things like that. You know, touched upon that in the burnout episode, but I think we are going to talk about how how the struggles affect the the work, you know, how how whatever is going on in, in your mind is going to affect your work and what what steps we can kind of take to, um, to work it out and, and talk about it and set boundaries for ourselves and figure figure out what is going to be the most productive way to realize that we need to take care of ourselves and, and that will be the best way to get our work out. I think that's I'm still kind of figuring out what the next one's going to be. I got I got two weeks to figure it out. Um, but I'm very excited to sort of wrap up this look at mental health as a storyteller for now. You can check the show out on all your podcatchers. It would be really nice if you downloaded, you know, left a review. The I, I know that those that really helps uh, and it would very much help the show. Uh, and also, uh, you can follow the show and all the other ongoings at Not Just A Guy. That would be at Not Just A Guy Prod, N O T J U S T A G U I P R O D. Short for productions because. We're working on a lot of things, and we, meaning myself and collaborators I'm bringing on, we're working on a lot of stuff, and I, I hope that there are more not just A-Guy productions this year. Um, yes, so you can follow the show there. You can follow me on my personal stuff, at Garrett Briones on Instagram and threads, and at Garrett S. Briones on Twitter. I have been your host, not just A-Guy, the guy, Garrett Briones, and I will talk at you next time. This has been a Not Just A Guy production.